Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. episode of Hey Girl. I am your host, Bill Janice, and I am so thrilled because I am joined in the studio today by a fabulous talent. She is a musical icon, brilliant artist. She's Billboard Magazine's Artist of the Decade, 17 number one (laughs) Billboard chart-topping songs. She is just absolutely fabulous, an icon in the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Christine W. Hey Girl. Yay! <laughs> Bill, thank you for having me on the show. This is super fun. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so on. Cheers, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Welcome mm. to the show, kids. Here yes. we go. Ooh, it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, let's oh, yeah. do this. Let's do this now. I brought you a little Hey Girl swag bag. Let's get, let's get let's get into the gifts yeah. right away. Ooh, we got our swag bag. <laughs> oh, I know you know how to work this one. Oh, honey. Yeah, do go it. ahead, do girl. It. Okay. Come on. Crack it for me. <laughs> Oh, and there she is. There she is. <laughs> that one out of the way. Oh, oh my gosh, this oh is gosh. too much fun. This is great. Oh my god. Oh, I got some beach balls. I don't know if you have a pool or not, yeah. but there's some beach balls yes. and there's some like plastic. There's these glasses are in there. Oh god, and these stuff are like fun. That. Okay, so. thank you. This is so fun. Absolutely. Well, I'm heart. I love you, Bill. I love you too. Listen, I am so thrilled. I can't. I'm probably gonna fangirl here on my own show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, huge fan for many many years. So. Totally honored, and I'm just so thrilled to, to be sitting here with you. So, let's get into it, girl. Okay. All right. So let's talk. We, let's let's start at the beginning. Look, this is Christine W. Intimate Portrait. Mm, like, yeah. <laughs> right? that, what do they do on Lifetime where they call it like the Intimate Portrait? Intimate Portrait. Yeah. Thing, right? True that. Yeah. But let, let, let's just kind of start at the beginning. Sure. You're from Washington, correct? Washington State. But yeah. you live here in fabulous Las Vegas. I do, and I went to UNLV. Okay. So I'm a graduate. I'm an alumni. Salute. And uh, yeah. So, and I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still. You know, I go back and forth. I just yeah. got back from Washington State. So She's busy. I'm going there. I'll, you know, go there and I'm here and there and shows and we've got a lot going on and we've got this new record coming out. We do. Yeah. So it comes out in like 48 hours. So I'm just like so excited about it. Oh, I love it. Well, we're going to get into that. Yeah. So let's, but do you mind if we table that for a second? Cause I want to, I want to talk about your, your incredibly impressive career first oh, before we get okay. to, to uh, the new album. Sure. So again, as I said, 17 number one um, Billboard songs on the charts. Amazing. To date, obviously, there's more coming. It even freaks <laughs> Honestly, when people say it, it just, it, when you I read it, I go, okay. But then when you actually say it, it just, yeah. then it kind of hits me. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of uh, number ones. You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah. I mean, let me ask well, you. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of songwriting. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, that, actually, that I want to ask you about that. I mean, do you, I mean, does it ever get old hearing when you hear that like a that an intro like that and you hear all of these these accolades and accomplishments? Does it how does it hit you now? Does it hit you any different now oh, no, than it did I'm, maybe you know earlier in the career? No, I'm super proud. Like every time I I get something, I always end up a ball of tears. I'm yeah. reaching for the Kleenex. You know, every time I get some sort of an accolade because it just it makes you feel good, like it was all worth it. You know, yeah. it's worth it, all the work and everything. So yeah. tell me about just really quick, you know, growing up, I mean, were you always uh, an, um, a singer? Were you always musical? Um, tell me, like, how did we get how did we get to 
Christine W. Oh. <laughs> well, she started in the church. Honestly, um, my grandmother was uh, she was pretty hell hell bent on me. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> on me, you know, uh, me getting experience singing. She's like, oh, you have a beautiful voice. You have an amazing voice, and she. Um, took time and taught me the guitar and we had a little um, mini Martin guitar and I would practice my hymns. And the one place that uh, uh, you could perform if you were good enough was during the offering at church. Oh yeah. So yeah. So I was, um, you were like, give me some money. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Pass that plate around to me, baby. Right. Um, so, so like, you know, around about eight, eight years old, I think it was the first time. I think there's a picture of me. Um, yeah. You know, the guitar was bigger than me and, uh, you know, and I'll remember, always remember the song uh, that I sang too. It's called "Love Lifted Me." Uh-huh. So that was my first song, and I was absolutely paralyzed with fear. And um, but it went really well. And after all, you know, we would after church, all the people would go downstairs, eat donuts, drink mm-hmm. coffee, and talk and everything. And everybody was coming around congratulating me and t- you know telling me how fabulous I was. And I was like, okay, this is it. This yeah. is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'd been listening to Donna Summer. Um, was obsessed with Donna Summer, Chaka Khan, all these R&B uh, singers. I grew up in uh, Pasco, like East Pasco area. Mm-hmm. So I had a, a lot of um, R&B influences and a lot of um, friends. My friend Trina Davis, she she turned me on to a lot of R&B and funk. And, and uh, just hearing Donna, I think hearing Donna Summer's voice on the radio when I was little just yeah. triggered that. I was like, okay, I want to do that for the yeah. rest of my life. I don't know. Her, that, her voice just spoke to me. The, the lyrics, just everything. Yeah. Then when I found out that she was writing her songs, that's when I really was like, okay, I'm going to start writing yeah. everything. So. so tell me, what is that for you? What does that creative process look like for you when, um, from, you know, from that beginning writing stage, then trans laid it into the studio, into post, into touring, it, you know, like what, yeah. is, what does that timeline look like for you? What is your process? Well, probably too long. Cause I'm really, <laughs> a, yeah, I'm really anal about my music. Cause um, I have really watched over the years, uh, different people that I've, you know, released music and I always think, Oh, I wonder if they would have done it different if they would have took more time. You know, mm. every once in a while you listen to something like that. And, um, I just, I, I take longer than, the normal because in my mind I'm going, I can't take it back. You know, okay, once it's out good, there. No, I, I mean, you're yeah. perfectionist. I like that. Yeah, but I think I drive everybody crazy and the producers <laughs> and my co-songwriting co-partners and just pretty much everyone. That's just because of that. But uh, yeah, and I just, uh, I love it so much too. And it just, I, I always start with the chorus. Okay. I just, if you have a strong chorus, I feel like that is the cornerstone of the rest of the song. So I think I will rewrite a chorus sometimes four or five, six times. So I get it right with can't look back was one of those particular times. And uh, we brought in Tony Moran and I, I'm sure you're familiar with Tony yes, Moran. Honey. He's I my, was going to ask you. Yeah. What was that experience like? He's my co-writer on this. And um, Mark Matson, who's mm-hmm. my longtime uh, friend and collab partner, uh, emoticon. He mm-hmm. does a, a, amazing like uh, lounge chill mixes because I'm also obsessed with jazz music. And that's, yeah. those are my, my second, after I did the, the church choir, I graduated to high school to winning all the jazz soloists. Yeah. So I was obsessed with jazz during that time and dance music. But, um, 
so yeah, so I, I always start with the chorus because that just seems like it's the most, if you have a great chorus, um, that is definitely it's like the good foundation. It for really the song. is. Yeah. And everything else comes after that. And so, yeah, Tony, it was fun working with Tony Moran. He sent me this track just randomly, uh, like three years ago. And, um, it just, uh, I don't know. It, it was very minimal. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Moran is known for his big tribal circuit. Everybody's naked, carrying on. But um, And I'm always there for it. Yeah. Always. With your body harness on, right? <laughs> right. Dripping in leather. Just, yes, black honey. And, leather. And pink glitter. And pink glitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right? So, yeah, this was really, this was different for him, for him. And I just really loved it. And I thought, hmm. Let me let me just get cracking with this, but yeah. it took some time to, to now, write it. Do you tend to when you're writing? Because um, because I don't know, and I'm really fascinated by you, you know you start with the chorus, but do you tend to have the the track or the music done first and lyrics secondary, or does it flip flop? Does it is it go both ways? Oh man, it totally goes in that in that sense. It it can go any any yeah. direction. Yeah, but with hit with this particular track you know i wrote the chorus you know three years ago before the pandemic and then the pandemic hat hit and that changed yeah. the, the chorus and then oh, uh, yeah. a year later that changed the chorus kind of again you know and it's like the story of what was happening in the world changed so i needed to change the story because it every all of us were feeling different totally yeah so and so that that's uh you know here's to you know here's to the Here's to the men that might have been. Here's, yeah. Here's to the hearts we broke and prayed they'll mend. Here's to the resolutions. Last year's noise pollution. There's only one solution now. We can't look back. You know, I just thought, I really loving loving that lyric too. Yeah. Like, I was listening to it all night last night. We got it. Yeah. You know, because, and and everybody was, um, you know, everybody has been affected in different ways by all the pan, pandemonium. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, for the last uh, two and a half years, so. It's a, it's an important message, you know, that we, we got to keep moving, got to, got to, you know, got to move on and we got to stay positive and uh, help each other along the way. And we just, uh, it just seems, it seems like the mm-hmm. message just got more relevant and more relevant until I'm like, wow, I think we really got something You're really, here. oh honey, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about, uh, just for fun, cause I, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. I want to talk about your Vegas show, honey, at the Hilton. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Las Vegas <laughs> entertainer of the year. How many times in a row? Ooh, I think it's six or seven. Yeah, yeah I love it. Bro- and I, I think I read that statistically more live shows in Las Vegas than even Elvis. Yes. Absolute yes. girl. Yes. And we got her on the Hey Girl show. That's okay. right. That's Wait, right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, you know, when you think about it, you know, Elvis did one show a night. Right. Right. You know, and then um, for for my show, I started off performing in the it was called like the Tina Turner Room, okay. you know, Tina Turner cl- Club or whatever, Tina Turner Lounge, whatever they decided to call it, and um, or Ike and Tina Room mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then you know we had to do like three one hour shows at night. A night, yeah, that's oh, a lot. that was a lot. That's a lot. And then when they built, you know, we we packed the place so much that they demolished that and built a five hundred mm-hmm. seat uh, showroom called the Nightclub. For for the show, and then uh, we did two hour and a half shows there. Mm-hmm. So I just I think is I did more shows just because you know we, we <laughs> had to do more shows every yeah. night. Yeah. Elvis only had to show up for one show, right? Elvis, girl, <laughs> she only had to come once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Do you, do you miss performing it nightly like that? 
Um, not so much. That's, yeah, I get it. I mean, not. I, I mean, I did it for so many years. I think that. Yeah, I don't because there's more time to create. Yeah, and you can spend more, you can focus yeah, more can on focus. the new work. That's what was really hard for me. Um, you know, when I f- did my first album, Land of the Living, I mean, it literally took me four years because I was running back from London and I run into the Hilton doing my uh. shows. I'd get a two-week break. I'd take off again, yeah. you know, check into the hotel in Islington, Yeah, you know, party on for two weeks, just recording full-on writing and I did that for like four years because there was just no other way to do it. I had yeah. to, I had to make a living. I had, you were this, hustling. Honey. Yeah. And I had musicians that were on retainer that I had to pay whether I was performing or not sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I felt really responsible for them and I just wanted to keep everybody working going and yeah. surviving and working. So we did that and that was about killed me, but we <laughs> pulled it off. But she got it done. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so impressive. All right, so I also now I want to talk to and forgive me. I, I hope no. you don't mind because I am just I have to go anything. through the whole thing. Okay. You know, yeah, no worries. She wants to keep talking about her new album, and I'm like, we'll get there. Okay. I want to talk about hey the other girl. Number. Hey girl, take a slurp. Here we go. We'll keep cracking. Oh. Ooh, my gosh. Wait, should that be the new tagline under <laughs> Hey Girl? It just says slurp. take a slurp. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. That's good bubbly, by the way. Yes, girl. I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, so queer as folk. Yeah. Oh my gosh, girl. <laughs> I love that that just inspired the, the big laughter from both of us. So Queer as Folk, I mean, I'll just say for me, you know, that was one of those shows that, you know, when I was young and I grew up in um, suburban Detroit. Yep. And a very right wing, Republican, Christian and evangelical household. And I remember watching Queer as Folk secretly like, because I wouldn't have been allowed to watch it otherwise oh, okay. and kind of a thing, right. you know. And I remember, you know, just loving it for many reasons. I, I tell the joke sometimes that I felt like I learned how to be gay from that show, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but, scandal. But, scandal. But I just remember loving you. I can't sing. I can't believe I'm about to sing in front of you. There we go. <laughs> loving you. Oh, here, let's sing it together. Okay. Uh, uh, that's too high. Okay, I can't go. Go okay, ahead. Go you, what, what's your loving you. All oh, I want to do. I have to cut that part out because I'm embarrassing myself. You do it in your key. No, no, I can't. I can't. I couldn't possibly. But thank you. I'm flattered that you would want to. I'm not a singer. I was a dancer for many, many years. No worries. Let me take a beat. I'm getting embarrassed now. That's all right. That's funny. Um, But no. So back to queer spoke. All right. Love, love the. You know, all the tracks that you put on that show and just adding to the entire storyline and the ambiance and just the fact that it it translated to an entire generation of gay men and, and women that, you know, at least for me, that was our only outlet. Yeah. So it was really important. And um, it was, uh, you know, it was super challenging there again. You know, we all went to Canada and we. We made it happen. We just, I remember sleeping on the floor. Oh, girl. Yeah. And on the set. And uh, it definitely was. Because the, the shoot was so long? Or? It was so long and, mm-hmm. and it, it, it definitely was not glamorous. And, um, you know, that was, uh, I think I even had like the flu during that time. I wasn't feeling that good. And I just remember thinking, oh, this is like so amazing. And so I just, I remember laying on the floor and saying, just get your, get it together. You can yeah. do this. You can do this. And, you know, talking myself into it. And. And, um, yeah, because it was a long shoot. I mean, I, I think we were there for like two days trying, and it was because they were filming the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Then in the breaks, we would film these scenes. Right. 
And so, Cause you, yeah, because you had all the actors in the video. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then um, Sean Dean, my choreographer at the time, he was teaching them choreography, um, you know, because they were we were going to put him in a number, and you'll see that. Some little... of the clips ended up in the video. That yeah, I think of yeah. him just teaching it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the girls and I uh, in the nightclub scene. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I can't remember what happened, but the, we were on like a pole dance thing, and uh, the stage was kind of tipping and. Oh, there's a lot of madness that happened during all that. So it was fun, though. That that was such a fun cast, and they all loved each other. That yeah. That's one thing that hit me was like, man, they really do love each other mm-hmm. and uh, get along really well and everything. And Sharon Gless, when she shot the music oh, video with me, yeah. oh, she's just so great. She'll be like a totally different person and yeah. then you know camera clicks she's and then she's debbie novotny she just goes right into it i was like oh my gosh this is this is how great actors work right? yeah. this is yeah she was amazing what a great person did you feel when during that process and you know feeling the energy from them the cast and the project did you did you think that it was going to have the magnitude like the impact that it did that it ended up having when you were creating I did, and that's why I knew it was so important. And the timing of it was a crazy timing. Um, But I knew this was going to be super important. I knew that um, my audience, the people that love my music, would love this. And we needed to, we just all needed to get there. Like, everybody needed to show up. We needed to make this happen. And and oddly enough, it all came together. And we were all there, you know. People were literally everywhere lay on the floor eating a sandwich and it was just the crazy it was not glamorous all but honey you made it look glamorous (laughs) i remember people were like okay don't take any pictures this is not we don't want any of this (laughs) well that was probably before everybody had a camera on their phone right so you would maybe a little bit better to manage that they wanted it all to look very glamorous and glossy (laughs) they didn't want the behind the scenes you know the sandwich on the floor and Christine all tore up laying in the corner. Yeah, oh, I didn't want sure, all that. Tore up. I love it. Have you, have you actually real quick? Have you had the pleasure of seeing the reboot yet? Um, not yet. No, but I'm excited to. Yeah, me yeah. too. I haven't seen it either, so we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll hit it. Well, yeah, we should watch it together. <laughs> yeah, fun. It would be fun. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, so but kind of on the same note, you know, with all of the all of your body of work, and you know, all the the successes you've had. Have there been any other experiences, whether it be a song or a full album or a live performance or something that really stands out to you that um, in retrospect, you were it, we were like, whoa, that was a big moment or that was a big, significant, culturally significant song? I think Stronger, when I sang Stronger and we were in Washington, D.C., and the Jumbotrons were there and it was the yeah. March on Washington and yeah. there was just people for as far as you can see and... I was on this jumbo, well, not just one. There were jumbotrons that went all the way down um, towards the Lincoln Memorial. And there was just, I don't even know, hundreds wow. of thousands of people there. And I just remember the blue dress yeah, and being so scared. And uh, Do you get yeah. nervous, though? Well, Do you still that, get nervous? That really... Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, I that's a big crowd. Yeah, I didn't realize how And big. did it kind of hit you out of nowhere kind of a thing? Well, the, yeah, I think it just seeing the people and then seeing myself on the mm-hmm. jumbotrons, sure. like eight, eight, down you know, the way, four yeah. th- this way, four down the eight. I don't know, the, the enormity just hit me. And then the the energy and the excitement of the crowd. Yeah. And just knowing that, you know, this, everybody is being, well, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The, the community is being seen, mm-hmm. you know, the rainbow family and, um, 
and I just was like, this is, I'm so happy to be a part of this. Right? I love that. Well, yeah, no, cause I mean, just, you know, obviously different experiences, but you know, I know from being, uh, when I was a pro- performing full time and I was dancing and whatnot. Yeah. There were definitely, you get into, um, you know, you're, you're in your, your rhythm and your groove, you know, and, and sometimes it does creep up on you and a specific gig or an event and you walk out and you're like, Oh shit, this is a big deal. You know, like, and you get that yeah. little creep up of like that, the little bit of nerves that you're like, wait, I haven't felt these in a long time. Oh yeah. No, that, uh, that, Something, but that was just life changing for me. That was really something. And the electricity, I'll just never forget that. Thousands of people, thousands. It was was just very proud of everybody. Proud of everybody being out there and proud of, just proud of that, uh, the success of that event. And I think it changed, uh, I don't know, I think it, it brought a lot of respect to the community and could tell, you know, that, that, the crowd, everybody was, uh, they were, know, vi- they were, they were, they were all the cohesion. Yeah, yeah. They were all together and just bonded That's in this the, community. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I felt it so strong. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're Can, yeah. Explain that a little bit more fabulous. to the audience. Like for people who don't know, like what that feels like on stage, what that energy, that give and take energy between you and the audience. Like, can you kind of explain, put that into some words? I don't, I don't know. It just feels like your adrenaline is, you know, just, all the way to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pedal yeah. to the metal, girl. Pedal to the metal, <laughs> completely. Yeah, and the, it's just uh, exhilarating, and I don't know. It's it's a it's a spiritual experience, honestly. Sometimes for me, I'll just like feel whatever. I I can feel what they're feeling. They're kind of feeling what I'm feeling. We're just in this space of togetherness, like yeah. one in spirit this and unity, unified yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, love it. Why do you think, in your own in your own opinion, why do you think that? Um, the community, the gay, the gay community has um, identified and resonated so much with you and your work over the years. Well, I think um, I try to be a very positive person. And, you know, when you're, I think the problems that, that the gay community had were the same ones that I identified with. Um, You know, my mom was a single mother with four kids and I always felt like, man, we're just struggling, like struggling for to be seen, you know, yeah. like struggling for, you know, respect and, you know, just kind of, I just kind of felt that way mm-hmm. growing up. Like I was looked at differently because my dad died when I was like three years old and I was like, you know, no dad, you know, and four kids and yeah. a single mom working. I don't know. That just, I just, and then, but then, you know, I, in the gay community, I, you know, I felt that, um, you know, I, I felt what they were feeling like, feeling kind of ostracized and yeah. not part of like the world is happening, but you're on the outside kind of looking in at, at it, all of it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, so that's why songs like let me in mm-hmm. that was important in land, you know, land of the living. I'm glad to be alive. And in the land of the living, you know, that, that hit during the AIDS crisis, you know, and people were learning that they could live with AIDS. And yeah. so that was 97, 98. So I think that that ended up being kind of a mantra you know, I wrote kind of an it, anthem for yeah, that time. I mean, I, yeah. I, I wrote it about the music business and how tough the music business was. But then, you know, I also wrote it about my friends that were in shows, mm-hmm. female impersonators that had gotten, you know, yeah. AIDS and I'd gone to the hospices and, you know, I'd been there with them and seen a lot. So that, that was, uh, you know, another show is over and the lights wow. are going down. Yeah. So a lot of those songs that from the first album are just things from, from, my experience, uh, yeah, you know, playing clubs, playing Vegas, playing New York, uh, you know, just and just struggling to sure. be heard. 
you know, when you have to know like how much your music has meant to so many of us. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure you get told all the time. So I hope you don't get sick because you're about to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just, you know, it's, it, it, there's, you know, now I'm, now I'm going to fumble my words because I'm, 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 I'm humbled to be telling you this, but you know, your music for me, as I, you know, I kind of touched on it earlier has just been so, you know, uplifting, inspiring, inclusive, all the things that I didn't feel in the world around me. Yeah. For the longest time, the longest you know, time. and, um, and then, and then when I was like, when I was older and I had moved away from home and I came out and I was living my, living my life and, um, yeah. and then it, and then it translated, it was all those things. But then what, what became additional was the, the fun and the dancing for me because oh, I was yeah. afraid to do that before. Right. You know? Yeah. And, um, and I remember I when I had my first, the first job I ever had at a gay bar was at hydrate nightclub in Chicago. Oh yes. Yeah. We love that club. Yes, honey. Yeah. Fun, <laughs> I actually boy. opened that bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of madness happens at hydrate. And I just, for some, obviously there were a lot of, you wrote a lot of great songs during that time, but, um, for the one that's really, um, coming to my mind over the last couple of days, knowing I was going to get to talk to you. I just remember during that time period, um, fly again was huge. Oh yeah. Honey. And the video, the, the video. video, Mike Ruiz did the a video. wonderful job. Girl, yeah. talk director. to me about this track. <laughs> Great director. Um, you know, I wrote it with, um, with, uh, Jesse, uh, the DJ called scum. They called him scum frog, but I just know him as Jesse, but <laughs> you know, I'd never met him before. And, um, the, I had gotten hooked up to write with him and man, we, I'd never met him. They, they put me in the studio and he's, you know, he looks like kind of like a, a skateboard. In fact, he just came up on a skateboard with his hair dyed white. And um, I was like, Whoa, okay. This is hardcore. I had tattoos everywhere. And I just, I don't, I don't know. We just, we got in there and we started writing that tune and we, we did it in one, mm-hmm. you know, probably a three hour session. Really? And then we cut a demo of it. And, um, he was just shocked that, um, I was, I, you know, I said, well, I grew up in the Northwest, you know, I, I've done all the heart covers, mm-hmm. you know, that was my thing, you know, growing up, like people would say, Oh, Christine can sing and yeah. Wilson or nobody else can, but she yeah. can. So, I did Barracuda on the, ah, this album yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, this one, this one. <laughs> yeah. So because I was obsessed yeah. with, I was obsessed with Ann Will- uh, Ann Wilson's voice, and I took opera from her uh, coach. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Beth Ann Williams was the big opera coach in Seattle. So um, when I was, you know, in the pageants, getting ready to run for the Miss America pageant, I, I took a bunch of opera lessons with the same coach. But yeah, I was obsessed with Beth with. Um, with Ann Wilson, I told him that, and it, his eyes just lit up. Yeah, and, and that changed everything. And then it went to that. Yeah, yeah. And where he started sampling guitar patches, and oh boy, and then and it just the I, rest is her story. Yeah, what it? <laughs> I can feel you will stay for a while. Yeah. I can't sing. I, I want to sing with you, but I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and fly again. No one's going to hold you back. You're driven by a lonely heart. Tell me, can you love like that? Tell me, can you love like that? that, yes. that? Yeah, oh, baby. yes, honey. In the studio with Christine W. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. You know, in that song, too, again, as I'm sure for a lot of people, like I, I'll listen to it when I'm feeling low or down or whatever yeah. or, or discouraged you know yeah and it just that that voice honey she, <laughs> <laughs> um so on that note i want to i have to tell you and i'm so excited because you brought this okay 
Okay. So sweet. She brought me the, um, the I'll Be Your Light vinyl, which I have yes. to tell you, and I'm sure, again, I, you know, I'm sure everybody has a unique story, but this song, <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. Okay. <laughs> this song got me through a very, very rough time. I lost my mother pretty tragically and unexpected and um, about seven years ago. And I re- went back to this song Ooh, and I yeah. just kept listening to it anytime. And it was happy tears, oh, sad me, tears. You'll make me sad right now. <laughs> no, no, no. But it, 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 it brought me comfort and yeah. joy. And um, and it was the sad tears. It was the happy tears. And it was some days I would listen to it. I don't know if this sounds silly. Don't but get me going. I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to. He's, he's welling up. You're so like, then he's going to make me mess up my, my, my makeup. Oh, there's more than one reason we have the fan today. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, and I'm not even trying to. So I apologize. Uh, but, you know, the... For, you know, sometimes, you know, you would listen to it and I would just, you know, hear the encouraging words from you. Yeah. But then other times I would, if this might sound silly, but sometimes I would listen to it and pretend it was like my mom singing to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, oh my sometimes. gosh. Just like it's some, it's some parts, you know, like just that. Sorry, kids. Having a, <laughs> a moment. Go ahead. So thank you. Um, yeah. This means so much to I'm me. I'm glad it got you through that because it's telling you death is rough to get through. It is. It is. Yeah. And um, and I just I'm really um, grateful I got to tell you that face to face because this meant, really means the world to me. That's awesome. Um, so thank you, and um, I'll cherish it forever. Yeah. Honestly, um, that so. makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll to, I know, right? <laughs> No more tears. No more tears. Enough is enough, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's raining. (laughs) It's pouring. (laughs) I love Christine W. (laughs) She's a mess. No, no, no. So, so now let's get let's get to that. Kind of segues, obviously, to I'm sure some of you know your your story with can't look back. So. Do you if, do you mind to share you know what some of the inspiration was and in, in well, for this upcoming album and the track and I mean I would say you know just what everybody's been through you know all of us have um, experienced you know um, different types of loss during the last you know two and a half years yeah. and so I think it's a it's a great message to try to pump each other up because you know we're all here to get everyone you know get each other through yeah. all of this journey so yeah. the more connected we can stay and the the more positive the messages i'm i mean i think we're gonna make it we're gonna make it but we have to encourage each other daily it's yeah. in the bible yeah <laughs> can we hear yeah. a clip of it yeah I love it. Okay, so this track is out now, but tell me about all the remixes that we have coming our way. It's pretty exciting. Yes. So we have James Herr from London. He's Mm -hmm. our main, the lead um, producer and remixer of that version that you heard right there. And then we have Beyond Chicago, which are a couple of hotties in their 20s, and they're very, very great remixers from also from London. And um, I want to thank Matt Waterhouse for hooking me up with those guys. They're amazing. And um, uh, yeah, so I've got my British posse yeah. over there. I got Mark, Mark Love Rush. 
Mark LaRoche. Hi, honey, over in London, too. Um, then the third uh, uh, remix is by J-Squad, which is Joey Moskowitz mm-hmm. and um, Joel Dickinson. And Joey Moskowitz was one of the programmers and uh, behind you know, that's the music. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Phenom, right? So um, he's a great, obviously, an incredible mm. uh, producer. And um, Joel is a great partner for him. Uh, great guys. What a, what a team. And uh, they have a very progressive New York house sound. It's really fun. And um, then we have Tony Moran's uh, Fantastic, very tribal very dramatic mm-hmm. uh, mix. It has to be oh, for Tony. Oh yeah. In fact, we we call it the drama radio. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, just call it the just drama. Just giving radio. you all that yeah. drama, honey. Yeah. And so Tony Moran and Eric Abiza, who's from Brazil, so the two of them, they really have a cool, uh, cool Latin um, vibe, funky yeah. tribal thing happening on that. And then um, coming next is going to be uh, Hans Milan, a very very EDM. Uh, producer from Holland. He's great. He's on my album. Mm-hmm. One of the producers on the album that's coming um, after the new year. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's with the, he's done stuff with Tiesto for many years and a lot of the, the big guys in Holland. So yeah. He's got that EDM thing going on. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't stuff. wait. When, when, I mean, do, are these all going to come out? Shortly, or is oh, yeah. it going to be? They're all going to be kind of scattered releases, or I think the first three will be out, you know, Soon. first, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and then Tony's is going to come uh, uh, with Hans Milan at the, mm-hmm. you know, right after that. So we're just going to we have different um, lyric videos sure. by all the different remixes, and then we're going to do an official music video. So we're just kicking around ideas right now. Cause, Ooh, yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. What do you think about just when we talk about? Because you kind of touched on it. Um, we talk about different different like um, cities and different vibes of each city. You know, we've got the New York sound and the Chicago sound, and you've got your British and your London sound. And what yeah. like what is your take on like all those different um, you know uh, vibes? You know, I mean, like it, it, tell me, you know, kind of how that how that flows for you. I know it's funny. Like people are always asking me, like, what's the deal? There's so many different types, and it's so so many categories of dance music. It's like exhausting, and yeah. like well, you guys do all these remixes, and it just I get so confused, and I just like, well, it's because I don't get confused. I get it, grateful. There you no. go, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I I think you know there's there's different DJs and different countries play different types of. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, styles of music i mean beyond chicago there and james her i mean what they do is is very european Mm -hmm. and but also it's loved over here in the states too i mean it's the the cool thing about music is it's just now when you do worldwide releases it's just like everybody yeah everybody loves you know is, is getting introduced into all different kinds of flavors of dance and so i love it it's just it's oh it's it's it, it makes it makes me happy to see everybody yeah. you know, sharing music and absolutely. Oh, I love that to different types. Yeah. Do so. you have Do you have a personal favorite? Well, I would say the James Her, and I think you know when Tony and I were talking about producers, you know he he obviously suggested James Her, and and I had a, a list of other guys that I'd worked with that I thought were great and all kinds of stuff. But then when I started researching James Her and listening to his mixes, I was like you know, Tony's dead right on this. Yeah. He's dead right. So, you know, then I 
And you go about contacting them. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys, I mean, now when you get successful, like a James Hur and a lot of successful guys, you know, they won't re if they don't like the song and they don't believe that it has something to say and that it's special, they've got enough work that they don't have to take it. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, that makes it, it makes it tough, but yeah. you know, he texted me right away and he was like, I just love what this song is saying. And, I love the melody. I love the chorus. You know, he just broke it down and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have James Hearn now. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Moran. Thanks for the heads up on James. Hearn, I, know. I love that. Yeah. Out of everybody that you've had the pleasure of working with, is there any one artist out there that you have not worked with yet that you would love to? Well, I mean, I would have said Al Jarreau, but then he's gone. So that bums me out. Um, um, Jamiroquai, I just, I love him. Yeah. I just have always loved him. I think he's amazing. I think Sam Smith is, oh um, yeah, is amazing. Um, I mean, there's so many females that, I mean, I would love to sing with, you know, including doing something with Martha Wash. I love her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just so many great artists. I mean, I, I'm, I'd love to collaborate with people. So I'm yeah. all about it. You just, just call me. I'm there guys. Ah, <laughs> I like I it. it. Come from a place of yes. Yeah. <laughs> or yes. I like <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, oh Chris Willis too. I mean, he's another one. Like he's just got such a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's really versatile. And Deborah Cox, her voice is just incredible. Oh, I love, her. love doing shows with I her. I backup danced for her a couple times. Did yeah, you? I had a great time with Deborah. Uh, <laughs> she's just cool. Crystal Waters is a great lady. Alternate. All the, I mean, I have so many friends, you know, in dance music. They're such mm. good people and they're great yeah. talents too. So that makes it like even more fabulous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> like, really? You're my friend? <laughs> Chaka Khan would be something to do with. Cause, uh, oh, yes. I would love yeah, I've done her music, you know, performed her music and promoted her. For I love the Through the Fire, your version yeah. of Through the Fire. Love it, love it, love it. I, I saw you do it at Henderson Pride this past summer. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I did a, I've got a, I remade a Sade song. I won't say which one, but I've always really loved her. Yeah. Loved her, loved her. And uh, she'll she'll be, she'll love what we did with the song. When can we, we expect did. to hear that? It's going to be on the new album. Okay. Oh yeah, right. it's a good so one. So, can you give us a little bit more teasers of what else we can expect from this new album? Um. Well, not that you haven't given us enough. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm greedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think we've we've got some. You know, there's there's a Seventh Heaven, which is a great uh, production team out of out of the UK. They they did a um, a version of. Uh, music's gonna save us, which which is fantastic, and uh, wrote that song with um, and co-wrote it. And uh, Tracy Young, is, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's the co-writer on that one with me, and that's really great. And uh, they're just boy, there's there's a lot of really great songs yeah. on this. It's, it's hard to hard to pick them out. Hard to well, when I was say. talking to um, Chris, who handles your social media uh-huh. uh, last night, he mentioned to me that this is hands down your best album yet so he always said that that's what he said to me and i believe him and so i can't wait (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait to hear the rest of it i'm obviously loving can't look back um can't wait to see what you do with the music video obviously i'm here for all the remixes (laughs) (laughs) by my side is uh is a is a great song too i think that that speaks you know 
to, uh, to also, you know, it's, it's just, it's pays homage to friendships and mm. people that no matter what they're there for you. Yeah. And that's a really cool song and it's very, very anthem, very fun. And, um, mm-hmm, that's a good one. There's just like, there's a lot of good ones. On yeah. This. Yeah. Are you going to, um, do you know, uh, what your schedule is like as far as live performances yet with the new album? Um, well, it's probably not going to drop. We're, we're, we're going to probably release, um, you know, the seems like the team wants to go sure. by my side in January. Okay. And then I think maybe drop one more. Um, they keep teasing us. Yeah. No. <laughs> drop, drop one more and then the album or, you know, maybe drop the album with the third single. So I don't know where we're just, you know, you kind of take the temperature of what you well, this is what we do. We mm-hmm. take the temperature of what we feel people need to hear. It's good medicine for them right now. That's how we do it. Yeah, oh, we I don't like sit that. around and go, how much money is it going to make me if I release this song? Oh, it's going to make a bunch of, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, like we kind of come at it oh, completely different. It's like, okay, what musical medicine do people need right now with what's happening in the world? Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a whole, we don't, we don't run off. You know, that's why, you know, I there's a lot of people that are very successful and, you know, it's shot, 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 whatever. And I love that music too. But, you know, I just feel like my purpose was to, you know, lift people yeah. up with lyrics and, and music and just try to try to encourage yeah. everyone on the journey. That was my job. I think I was assigned that when I was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Little. I love that. Well, you, you kind of answer, already answered one of my final questions was I was <laughs> going to ask you, you know, what your, you know, what your intention, overall intention and main purpose is with your work. And you basically just told me so. Hey girl. <laughs> hey girl. <laughs> Summary. Can we do a song called Hey girl? One time? Can you, can you write that? that wouldn't that be right? fun? Honestly, we could, we could. Again, I'm being so greedy. I'm being really greedy over here. Actually, we could not, that out that would be really fun uh-huh. honey i'm here for it <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got the fans we got, i'll be on the dance floor <laughs> you're gonna have to like we're just sample your voice in the background oh, absolutely <laughs> I <was> go- <laughs> we can make this happen <laughs> honey i'm here for it like if you think i'm joking i'm down <laughs> whenever you let me know when you're right. okay same thing though when you um you have to come back when the when the full album is ready to drop oh, you have definitely. to come back to the hey girl this, show this has been fun i mean this is a fun studio it's a beautiful place where the where you're located i love it thank you and you just feel you know at home when you come in here all the hot guys are like welcoming <laughs> you on like oh my god this is like yeah fabulous <laughs> no mm-hmm. i'm thank you so much no seriously and i love you know my audience loves you i love you i love you so Bill. thrilled and um you're fun yes girl so are you <laughs> and our baby over here is so damn handsome we right? got garrett over here garrett's so <laughs> handsome oh yeah come on over get girl on camera. <laughs> come on. get on camera yeah come on over girl Yes, Ooh, Q Vegas, Garrett Patiani. So <laughs> and thank you to Q Vegas. They're going to put me on the yes, cover. cover. Q Vegas cover next week. I just found that out like, uh, you know, 15 minutes ago. I was like, <laughs> really? That is the coolest thing ever. She is booked and busy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so this episode will... Uh, <laughs> this episode actually drops the same time the, the magazine comes out. Oh, no way. Yeah, so... Ooh. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go. Mm, really quick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just really quick. Tell uh, tell the audience how they can stay up to date with everything that you've got going on. Um, well, Christine W. Music um, is Instagram. And I think a lo- there's a lot of things that are under Christine W. I'll Music. tag it in the in the episode yeah. anyway, but I just thought. And the know. website's ChristineW.com. And we got a fun YouTube channel where we'll have a, all kinds of stuff coming out on yeah. that. And um, yeah. And also I want to give a shout out. Um, 
to uh, Chris Cox. He collaborated. Yes, Chris Cox. He's amazing. <laughs> um, great guy. We wrote, he's got a song on the album as well. Ooh, amazing I love song. It. I love it. That him and I wrote with Lee Dagger. It's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Real good. Fun. Oh, it's Fabulous song. So, um, but anyway, he has a dub mix. He collaborated with Beyond Chicago, the boys from the UK, mm-hmm. and uh, he collaborated with them and did a dub mix that's coming out. That's fantastic. So, Ooh, yeah, and, I love it. And I don't know if if you guys have gone on to his show, but he's on Twitch and it's fantastic. Chris I would Cox. love to. Yeah, no, I need to reach out. You know, it's so funny. I haven't I haven't personally seen him in in a, quite a, quite a few years, but I used to harass him all the time when he would come to hydrate. Yeah, and I was just lit twenty one a busboy bar back, you know, and I just, you know, was just so into the, like the music and uh, the, the scene and everything. Yeah. And I remember uh, one of my other colleagues and I, we used to, whenever he was there, we were always so excited because we loved his, me- his mega mixes and his music and all the things, you know, right. And I remember um, I felt so special. There was one time where uh, he was in, he was at hydrate playing and, and I remember just kind of telling him all that. He actually um, had a um, a copy of some of uh, Janet Jackson Mega Mix that he had been working on, but hadn't released yet. And I remember oh, wow. him um, just handing, again it's a CD back then, <laughs> handing me a, now Aww. it's a USB drive or something, you know. What I, but handing me a CD, he's like, he's like, you can you can have this, and I, you would have thought it was like a million dollars. I was like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. He's doing the show with me for the um, LGBT Alliance, oh, the, the Real Estate Alliance. I would love to come. September yeah. 30th at the Resorts World at mm-hmm. Zook. Uh, so he's DJing that show. Yes, uh-huh. girl. It's going to be great. Okay. And then I'm, uh, I'll am i be uh, September 27th for the 43rd anniversary of uh, Motherload Mother <laughs> Nightclub. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that club opened. They said the club opened in 1979. Isn't wow. that cool? They call, They were like referring to it as the um, Stonewall of the West Coast. I think that's accurate. Yeah, right? I really <laughs> I like, do. That's really cool. And they survived this. It's still long. there. <laughs> 40, I'm really, I'm honored they asked me. I was yeah. like, wow, this is really cool. Can you tell us what you're going to perform? Um, I think they wanted, uh, I think they wanted uh, my remake. Uh-huh. I had a number one, made a number one hit uh, second time around for the boss. Diana Ross is the yes. boss. I think they want that one. And um they want Land of the Living. They want quite a few songs. Like Feel What You Want. They want Feel What You Want, which was my first. That was your number first one number hit. one hit. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, they want One More Try, which was my second. Mm-hmm. They want Land of the Living, which is my third. And uh, they want the new single, Can't Look Back, because they've yeah. been listening to the teasers on the radio. And yeah. they're like, that's a fabulous song. It is. So we'll be uh, doing that one. And um, Are your dancers going with you? For Motherload, no, because there's the stage. It's is not a big super, space. Yeah, yeah, the stage is super small, so it's probably just going to be me. I don't I think it's six by six, so it's not mm. a lot of maybe even smaller than that. But yeah. but we don't care. We'll get up there and have a you know rage it out. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Bill. Um, yeah, we'll be. Um, I'll be at the the Motherload. A nightclub in Los Angeles in West Hollywood. Uh, they're having their forty third anniversary. So we're excited to be there for them. And uh, like you know the date off top hand, off hand? Uh, September twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yep, so I love it. Exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Los Angeles, you must go see the fabulous Christine W. And We'd love here it. in Vegas, you are um, the twenty the thirtieth the thirtieth. Sorry, yeah, thirtieth. We'll we'll be at uh, Zook. Zook. At Resorts World. Resorts World. Yep. The LGBT um, uh, realtor alliance. Yeah. Mm, it's going to be great. I love it. Fun. Well, I am dying over this. I have to show it one more time. I can't wait. Would you uh, autograph it for me when we're done here? Yeah, of course <laughs> Would you I mind? will. I love yeah, it. Of so course I will. again, 
Thank you so much, Christine. I Thanks, just adore you, Aww. and I'm just so thrilled about the new album. Can't wait to dance my my ass off all, all across the country or across the world listening to this. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Check out our website at heygirlpodcast.com. Girl is spelled with a U. We've got musical playlists there. We've got Hey Girl inspired cocktails, merchandise, and episodes, and lots more. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. Yay. Yes. Cheers, girl. Cheers, honey. <laughs> yes. <laughs>